Johnny Nitro will not die. Hey Roaches, I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? edition of thrifty of course i am your host toddy i'm absolutely most definitely here secondhand shopping for worm people delivering you another episode so this week killer thrift haul gonna be an oh my gosh wow great episode also second act of the show we're bringing back an old favorite segment vintage versus modern will return in act two and then when josh last call larkin is here on the show we will be debuting a brand new second act but we're gonna wait for him this week big news because it is a bbk takeover fellow brick body kid shane becker is back on the show shane you look cold AF on my couch this evening. It's 4.30 in the winter, so it's almost night. Well, you know me. I'm You're going to have a boy text you in about two hours and have the you up text message at 6.30 because it's going to be pitch black. Well, didn't you say you were driving around uh, a few days ago and you were like, I want it to be darker and you were happy that it was darker and it turned out that it was like very earlier in the day? Yeah. So I forgot to change my car time. I didn't want it to be darker. I was just very confused. Mm. I wanted the day to be over. And I left here at what I thought was 4.30, but it was really 3.30. And I got home and uh, plopped onto my couch, was just ready to go to sleep. And I was like, I'm about ready to go to sleep at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Didn't you do a 14-hour nap? 14-hour, you were out for 14 hours I was out for a hard 15, 15 on Thursday just you know just yeah. it, the, the clock goes around and you don't realize that it's gone around that much but in the past couple of days you and I uh have been out there thrifting as usual for the brick body kids brand so the thrift hall today is going to be uh, a lot of the items in the brick body kids shop which you could follow there's a thing that you can do that at. you could follow us on instagram the phone application at brick body kids on depop the phone application (laughs) on depop the phone application brick body kids ebay the internet platform also phone application brick body kids come over here we got some shirts you're getting very good at this (laughs) i'm having a great 
just uh, we have some sweatshirts. We got some knickknacks. Well, you, uh, expert on podcasting yourself, you had the Brick Body Kids segment in the commercials. Commercial. Commercial. Which you did commercial. very well doing. Not comment. Commercial. commercial. Okay. And we've also been playing Raw versus SmackDown 2007, hot and fresh and ready. Perhaps just like too much. Perhaps not enough, depending on how you look We've at it. We've just had it muted because Godsmack played one too many times, and that was like twice. Oh, that is true. We did pop that on. We ate it, We ate some frozen pizza, and we had it on mute because... And Godsmack popped up three times. Shit. So, Raw versus SmackDown 2007, for those unfamiliar... There is a general manager mode in it, and the two big brands of under the WWE brand are Monday Night Raw, and also at the time, Tuesday Night SmackDown. No, it's Friday on the game. Oh, it's Friday it on is. the game? I forget. So SmackDown, the blue brand, SmackDown started on Friday, then went to Thursday, then went to Tuesday. Now it's back to Friday in modern day life right now crazy the passage of time so i am doing monday night raw you're doing the blue boys the blue brand friday night smackdown and it is very very close we're talking a fingernail between first and second place um you right now control probably four of the top five wrestlers in the game and I don't know anything about wrestling. I have I'm technically winning cuz I have a slightly more money, but your roster is more accomplished. I have people... more money. You have like 14,000 more fans. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. You have more money, I have more fans. Vaguely, yes. Yeah, I could I could see that being exactly how it turns out. Now, we are on the road to WrestleMania. We are. So me as a general manager of Raw, I'm booking Raw. So signing people, firing people, don't like that part. Booking the matches, booking the championship matches, booking everything. Booking the memes. Booking the memes. We each have our own meme. Um, and Friday Night SmackDown has a great meme. It's Johnny Nitro will not die. No. he. I have put him four straight weeks in the most fatigue matches you can find you'd think he'd be dead by now and he will not be injured or traded you won't trade him to me i know because it's fun well when he inevitably he will not die that would be you want to talk about merchandise for your program johnny, johnny nitro, nitro will, will not, not die, die. <laughs> <laughs> like on a shirt on a shirt think put him about on a plate it. put him on like a commemorative plate yeah i think it could work for you so we've been doing that. That's a thrifted game, but uh, that's something Josh and I played um, before, but it's been a long time. So we've been doing that. But to our thrift haul, Brick Body Kids, at Brick Body Kids on Instagram, Shane said it. Shane did it better than I did. The eBay, the Depop, the IG. The IG. We're going to be on Poshmark s- soon enough. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to do that, oh, too. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, not like we have to get Depop rolling full steam and then Poshmark after that. That's fair. That's a, Oh, eBay. eBay's fun. eBay. There's like 100 items on eBay. Yeah, check out Brick Body Kids on eBay. We'll, we'll get you something there. So we are going to go over this week's thrift haul for the show. 
And we're going to start off pretty hot. This was a find that we had earlier in the week, and I found it at the Goodwill Outlet. Now, with the Goodwill Outlets, uh, again, stuff just gets rolled out in big blue bins and then taken away every half hour. So I was actually having a pretty dry day at the bins, and a lot of kids' clothes were coming out. But I was Ralph Heat. Ralph Heat was coming out for Ralph the Walrus, clothes that would fit Ralph the Walrus, some Ralph heat coming out. It's been, that was how it was today. And that's how it was today, but fortunately for the day I was there, I was digging through the Ralph heat, and I came across a 1999 Winston Cup Series Dale Earnhardt Jr. Known anti-Confederate flag advocate. Hates the Confederate flag. Known good guy. Hates the Confederate flag. Uh, DEJ, all over print, uh, size large, fits like extra large, but is a bright red Budweiser t-shirt. It says Bud in big white letters, and then under it, King of Beers. Yeah, Bud heavy. Dale Earnhardt Sr. died doing what he loved. Racing. 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 And Dale Earnhardt Jr. picked up that mantle. He put number eight on his car after his late great father. No, it wasn't because Dale Earnhardt was number three. No, he was number eight and then 88. That was Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt regular was three. That's what I... Oh, really? Yeah. Dale Earnhardt one was three. Yes. I thought Dale Earnhardt They had the same font. They had the same font. Yeah. So, shown respect to a fallen father. But they weren't the same number, just the same font. Dale Earnhardt was number three. Yes. And so, with Dale Earnhardt Jr., he... he took re- a little bite out of that, Took just added on to that three. So, he had a three, duplicated it, and then flipped it and made it an eight into the same font. And then later, he was number 88. See, I know that. But, uh... Dale Earnhardt crashed in a, a like two thousand three, yeah, ish, in a big way, and he and he was in the the black Goodrich car. Yes, he was at the time. Um, so his his son continued on being a very famous NASCAR driver. I think doesn't like Dale Earnhardt Jr. race for like Monster Energy Drink or something now. It was Amp Energy Drink for a while. And Amp. Now I think it was nationwide. I don't know if he's racing anymore. He's racing. No, you're correct. I do remember. Why it, do I know all this about NASCAR? It jogs my memory now. I know he's racing for nationwide because I had nationwide insurance. Yeah, but that was a couple years ago. Now it's Alex Bowman. Oh, I did a little research. So he's been he's been. Flipping around. I guess if you're DEJ, everybody you do whatever wants you. you want. You're the king of the king of the cars. So I've been to one NASCAR race. I was about to ask, have you ever been to a, a NASCAR race? I went to a NASCAR race in Bristol, Virginia, Tennessee, Virginia, whatever you want to call it, because Bristol's right on the little border boy. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been to a NASCAR race? I have been to one, but I was so young that I can't remember They're much. They're a clusterfuck. Yeah, and imagine it being in the South. It's a cluster fuck. Um, I don't think that they use metal detectors because you can just bring beer into a NASCAR race. I mean, it's sweaty, mm-hmm. and you're just outside. And at the one I went to, on my left was 
a man. He's been on Twitter. I've seen him on Facebook, social media everywhere. Dressed up, looks exactly like Dale Earnhardt Sr. Regular ass Dale Earnhardt is sitting next to me. And he's like, I don't know if they've written things about him, but he looks just like him. Like, dressed up in, like, the whole fire suit with the hat with just the craziest mustache, little cookie duster action. Mm -hmm. And to my right is this couple, um, just drunk, you know. Yeah. Older, like, boomer couple. Yeah. Um, And I hear them talking, and the man goes to his wife. I don't know what they were talking about. And he says, if anybody gives us trouble, they'll have to deal with this. And I look to my right. Mans lifts up his shirt, has a holster and a revolver pistol. I'm genuinely not lying. This boomer had a pistol in the middle of Tennessee at a NASCAR race. And that's probably the least surprising thing. Well, he was also, so not only did he have that, but he was also drunk with it. (sighs) When you're drunk with a gun, it's a little different than just having a gun. When you, yeah. Yeah. When you're a boomer drunk with a gun in Tennessee. At a NASCAR event. And it's, I don't know. Like, it's peak old head season. (laughs) That's all a NASCAR race was. They were drinking big, wide showed can fosters beers because they're tall boys instead of being yeah like 24 ounces they're like it's like a piece of paper you're drinking a beer out of and it was just the most dynamic couple ever so they don't do they not sell glass bottles there is that another you can bring your own beer i brought it i see they just had a cooler full of big chode fosters cans i remember um like football games, you used to be able to buy glass at football games. And then the, the thing in Cleveland happened. The thing in Cleveland ta- happened. They're toss around bottles at Santa. Yeah. Uh, I believe that or was, was that the, Philly. No, it was Cleveland. It's the same thing. I, yeah, it is. I think <laughs> it was the Jacksonville Jaguars versus Cleveland, if I could be. It if, might be. If that I was could the game remember. where home. No, it was the Chiefs in Cleveland. Chiefs in Cleveland. Because Homeboy threw his helmet off. Mm-hmm. in the middle of the last play and it gave the Chiefs another shot and they kicked the field goal and won. And so they all threw the bottles glass, onto the field. All the glass got onto the field. They mm-hmm. So they see glass at like sporting events. It reminds me a lot of like how we decided to test for like we we put people in concussion protocol and care about things like CTE and People always think that we've done that forever. We did that. We just started doing that like yesterday. Yeah. And I feel the same way about glass. They're the same way about cans at certain sporting Mm -hmm. events. They won't let you have cans at wrestling matches. No. I went to whatever, Raw this year. And I had to drink my big beer out of the biggest plastic cup I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And we have been bringing glass to sporting events for a long time. And you thought they would have gotten rid of that too. We just start caring about that the other day. When that, will we ever fully care about anything? I don't think there's. it's a possibility that we will be caring about anything. You know who does care, though? Who cares? The astrology brand of Aries. Oh, okay. That's what we call a segue. little seggy into the next uh, item in today's thrift haul. Now, this is just a pretty, pretty piece. It's very pink. 
It's uh yeah, it's like a it's like a pale pink and on the sleeves it has like a coral, maybe a seafoam green stripe on each. And Garfield. And Garfield. A uh, a little Garfield piece for you cat boys and girls and everyone out there. And it's from 1978 and for astrology fans, it's the Aries Zodiac. It has Garfield, the man with the plan, right on it next to a ram. And Shane, what does it say for the Aries? Bold, direct, and doesn't beat around the bush. And Aries likes to meet things head on. Hence the ram Much like stuff. a ram. Maybe because the ram is the symbol for an Aries, I think? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a Scorpio, so you know we're very... We only know what our sign looks like. <laughs> um, That's a known Scorpio no, thing. A known Scorpio heel, Shane Becker, only knows his own stuff. Yeah, I know my whole ass birth chart. Oh, yeah. Did Prin do your birth chart? I did my own. Whoa. I've had many countless nights where I've overanalyzed everything about myself, mm-hmm. and it's probably not the most healthy thing that you can do. So when you did your own birth chart, mm-hmm. did it ring true? I had actually posted probably five months ago. Here's my birth chart. I posted on Twitter. Here's my birth chart. Tart. My birth chart. Tell me why I'm a piece of garbage. And I had my friend <laughs> from Massachusetts then DM me seven very long DMs about how I like to overanalyze my relationships and how I do things way too much, way too quickly. And I felt absolutely abused throughout the whole thing and <laughs> never responded but you did ask for it i did and um, then you got it i don't know what i expected yeah uh so with the the aries garfield shirt from 1978 it is in the brick body kids store 35 beans bones um it's also by uh flirts flirts the brand and it fits large to it fits large to extra large to nightshirt if it, you're small. It's a nightshirt or a nightgown, so you could look pretty when you go to bed. But it's a pale pink. It's a it's a you great don't even find. Wear pants? Hmm. Not even you don't even wear pants. Oh yeah, I said hmm because I don't wear pants to bed anyway. If you wear pants to bed, we're gonna have some issues. Do you wear anything? What do you wear to bed? I gotta wear something on the top. Top stuff. Okay. Pants maybe. Sometimes sweatpants. I've been very cold recently. Sweatpants to bed? Yeah. Occasionally. It's just been cold. Yeah. I've just been personally, mentally cold. Mm -hmm. I winnie. was dark. I winnie the poo it. Oh. Red t-shirt, front bottom. uh, Absolutely no bottoms. No bottoms. In the coma. Whatsoever. There's been nights that I climb into bed, and obviously I've almost been alive now for 32 years. And there's some... I'd imagine you more so like slither in your bed. I slither in? Uh, you can't really climb into your bed. Oh, yeah, because it's on the ground. That wasn't a dig, <laughs> but I mean, you kind of just you wiggle your way in there. <laughs> you say goodnight to all your friends yeah. on your nightstand. Yeah. You turn on your Red Boys. Oh, my Red Boys Looks like on. It looks like you're about to get a free donut at fucking Krispy Kreme with your red lights in your room. Yeah. Um, It's kind of a dungeon in there. It's not a dungeon. It's your It's your own personality. A dungeon. My personality is a dungeon. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but you're right. So I have my mattress on the ground. I have red bed sheets to match my red lights. And on my nightstand, I have a myriad of thrifted boys and 
things. A whole crew. I have a wrestling ring with rubber wrestlers in it, and then football players, skeletons, more wrestlers, both big and tall and wide. All kinds of stuff right there on the uh, the nightstand. The right big and tall and it. wide store. I'm a Capricorn. Crazy. And um, I have... I'm technically a Scorpio Sagittarius cusp. Yeah. I do feel... I do reap both of the bad things about both, I feel like sometimes. <laughs> you just pick the worst, and I that's just, what you <sighs> identify with, it's the worst tough. ones. Mm-hmm. It's hard being a mid-November baby, because we all know that there were, were Valentine's Day accidents. Mm-hmm. It's all that repressed anger that you have inside of you, and it just happens. It's true. And I, I said last week on the show that I usually, by hook or by crook, date Sagittarius's. Crazy. Just by, it's not something I When's hit. Capricorn? What's the it starts frame? La- it It starts late December. Late December. And I'm December 24th. Yeah, you're almost Christmas. Yes. Yeah, almost so, non-denominational holiday of the end of the year. And I will tell you this. December 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, for those folks who celebrate Christmas on the 25th. When I go out in public and, you know, I still get ID'd when I buy, like, liquor a lot of the mm-hmm. times. and Or, like, when I go to the therapist's office and I meet another doctor, he has to see my ID. Or just, like, in life, anytime. When you tell someone that you were born the day before Christmas, the first thing that literally every person says is did you get gypped on presents and and as i was growing up i would hear that a lot and i would like just get like pissed off about it like i don't want to go through the same shtick but i got to a certain age where now i just i mean that's just what i get i'm gonna hear that every single time so I like even like lean into it now, and I'm just like, oh yeah, nobody's ever said that before. I never thought about it. I don't know <laughs> what kind of ga- I don't know. I thought this guy was supposed to get no presents. I don't know. Do, do I get a present Are ever? Presents even a thing? Or pre- presents? What's Spell a gift? present gifts. Santa like. So I just like lean into that now. That's fair. And then also, um, growing up too, um, they always called me Toddy, which I go by still. And but um, my almost dead name at this point would be Todd and people always that's another thing. So they say December 24th, your birthday. What's the presents deal? Another thing people do is well, what is Todd short for? That's Todrick. like fucking I get that. And it's like Todd is short for Todd for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that could be it. Like your nickname is Todd and your Nicholas name is Todd Fernie. Mm-hmm. 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 Like Anthony Hardaway? Yeah. Yeah. Or was that no. Yes. Yes, that was Anthony right. Hardaway. Yeah. So we have an airy shirt, Garfield, nineteen seventy eight. Night shirt, nightgown, you could get it at Brick Body Kids. We have a Sagittarius shirt coming in soon will be available. It's not as cool as Garfield. It's not 1978, but it is a Zodiac sign, and it is old, and it is It's almost Sagittarius season. It is. So let's get to maybe uh, the most fun, coolest gift. We even got a gift this week. Shane and I both did. We had some spaghetti. Spaghetti gift. We had some cookies. Cookie gift. Made with bananas instead of eggs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Steak. 
steak. Oh, we had broccoli. Delmonico. Delmonico steaks. from our friend Ron. Ron. So uh, Lily, aka DJ Lil, who's been a guest on the show several times by now. Uh, we hung out with Lily and Ron, Shane and I did last night at their abode, and we were gifted a second-hand item to hang in our shop. And what we're looking at here is a Looney Tunes poster framed of some of the boys and gals on a roller coaster. Um, so we got Bugs and Lola, we got Daffy Elmer Fudd. We got Taz, Sylvester, and then in the back we have Marvin the Martian with Canine the Dog. And then Tweety flying around. They're going down a giant wooden roller coaster. Definitely the Jackrabbit, if I had to guess. Definitely the Jackrabbit. For, Pits- for non-Pittsburgh fans, that's a roller coaster. Yeah, for non-Pittsburgh heads, that's a roller coaster in Pittsburgh, the Jackrabbit. A wooden legend of Real a roller coaster. clanky, lanky boy. But this was given to us. By DJ Lil, and it's from 1998. So we have some kind of like a cartoony stuff this week. We have the Garfield, and then we got the Looney Tunes. We have NASCAR. We have NASCAR. How cartoony is that? Pretty cartoony. Mm-hmm. And so we, we're we not sure of this, but we think it's a like a carnival uh, yeah, poster. You shoot out the star with a BB gun, or you yeah. throw a ring on a milk bottle. Yeah. And because it, it has the cardboard around the edges. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's like 11 by 17-ish. Um, maybe even 11 by 14. But it looks like a bigger end carnival prize. And um, growing up uh, in the Looney... I uh, was obviously well after the Looney Tunes generation. But what sparked a revival in the Looney Tunes was one of the best movies of all time. We're talking about Space Jam. Ooh. Do you remember what the first prize you ever won at a carnival was? Yes, I do. What was it? Lonely the Goldfish. Mm. Mine was a plastic bobblehead doll of Edron James. What? <laughs> it had a gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I'm being serious. Edron James, running back of the Indianapolis Colts, he, did he have a gold tooth in real life? Probably. Shoot. But wow. yeah, I won that at a church carnival. What did you do? How did you win that? Probably cats baseball, because the cats baseball thing where you throw the baseballs at the cats and you knock them down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? They're on a line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only Is that the things ever... that like fall backwards? Yeah. yeah. The only thing I was ever good at was that. So you throw you throw like a like a wooden ball, like, yeah, like a cricket ball at it. Cricket ball, knock over the things. Win yourself a tiny plastic football man with a gold tooth. With a gold tooth, that was the best part. I think I still have it. I'll bring it over. Bring it over. Yeah, yeah it'd be cool to bring over. I uh, won. Uh, I think I've talked about it on the show before. Maybe I haven't, but I used to always win goldfish at the local carnival because the carnival would come through every summer in the same place where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And the goldfish looked about dead all Always. the time. They, they just, yeah, like all the time. And I got uh, lonely. The goldfish yep. was a goldfish. And then I got Tobias the goldfish. Every single one of my goldfish, I think, I had about thirteen goldfishes mm-hmm. in my entire lifespan. They were all named Spike, after the dog from Rugrats. Thirteen spikes. They were all Spike. I don't know why. Thirteen spikes of gold. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well. Do you remember any particular Spike eras? Absolutely like not. Spike 3, Spike 4? Mm-mm. 
Did any of them last? Like, Mm-mm. I don't have any recollection, but I I just know they were all named Spike. So from Spike, how? So say like Spike. Say there's thirteen spikes. Spike I, one. There's th- for sure thirteen. Thirteen whole spikes. There's thirteen spikes of the apocalypse. Thirteen spikes of the apocalypse. Over how many years did you have thirteen spikes? Pro- it was six. Maybe seven. Yikes. So they didn't last long at all. Well, they're all goldfishes. Yeah. They were just like fish my parents went out and bought for like five cents a Petco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was something to keep me preoccupied. We had a double. We had like, and it was, I actually only got rid of it a few years ago because it ended up in the attic over there at the house I grew up in. I just got rid of it. But growing up, we had a, a it was cool at the time, but about the time I found it in the attic, it was useless trash. And I had to get rid of it, which was sad because I wanted it to still be cool because I wanted to – I went to look for it over at the house I grew up in so I could bring it over to where I live now. But there was – it was a double-decker aquarium. Okay. So it was like a 10-gallon tank on bottom, 10-gallon tank on top, and then both of them were kind of like forged into a shelf. Mm-hmm. So you had double-decker tanks. And what we used to do, we had goldfish on the bottom and then hermit crabs on the top. Ooh, never had a hermit crab. Yeah. I had a bunny. Yeah? Okay. Cookie. Cookie the bunny? Mm-hmm. That's cute. And my brother had one. His name was Frank. He well, wasn't as creative. Yeah. Cookie's cool. Cookie Frank wasn't bad. Frank yeah. was, I mean, yeah. We had a lot of weird pets that my parents didn't know how to take care of, and I'm glad I kind of learned from them because obviously you need to take care of your pets properly and nicely. And um, we had, yeah, we had hermit crabs. I just, we had a big old fat one. I owned a sixth of a he- of a a sixth of a hedgehog in college. We oh yeah, is that like at the dorm? Yeah, a bunch of people. We drove to Connecticut. Who got them at the end of the day? I don't remember. Wasn't you then? Wasn't me. I was just there for the re- hedgehogs. They suck. Yeah, they are. They're nocturnal. Um, try as you might not to think, they hurt yeah. when they ball up. It's a bunch of toothpicks, and they definitely do. They zap you. Mm-hmm. What they, what would you what would be their like feeding regimen? Like what would you what would they love? They eat bugs like maggots. Okay, yeah, that's what I would assume they yeah. would eat. Do you guys ever throw a slice of little cheese pizza? In no, there? A little sleep. No, we only ate bugs. You only ate bugs. I <laughs> only eat bugs. <laughs> we as a dorm ate bugs. Yeah, we ate bugs, and I ate a lot of. I don't know. College freshman year is weird. I learned that chocolate chip cookies and hummus wasn't bad. Ugh. It ain't bad. I don't eat hummus. It's hummus. I love hummus. Uh, I don't stand for hummus. You don't like hummus? Uh. What's wrong with hummus? Uh, looks like sand. You just don't eat anything that looks like sand? No. Unless I know it's sand. Oh. So, yeah. Like that kitty litter. That confused out of me for yeah, a second. Yeah, I don't okay. really eat kitty litter either. I would hope not. Um, But I had a big old fat crab named Krabby, not a very creative name. Mm-hmm. And then we had a lady crab, and I wanted to – I named it uh, Tina Turner. Very cool. And then because it was small, uh, my parents called it Baby sometimes. <laughs> cool (laughs) so just naming things after popular people yeah so and then it sort of went by like baby tina turner all in one word like baby tina turner nice and crabby and one time i was with my mom may or may not had my sister there i can't remember but so crabby got out of his shell 
and we know that when hermit crabs get out of their shell, they got to find another shell or they're dead. And I can't remember the exact scenario, but I was bawling my eyes out because Krabby was out of his shell looking for another shell. Now, I can't remember why we weren't allowed to, like, do it, but my mom's like, don't open it because you'll, like, fuck the whole scenario up. You might – oh, I think she said, like, you might scare him. Okay. So then he goes into, like, fight or flight. Instead of, like, looking to save himself, he's just like, well, if I just stand still, they won't see me. And then inved- in- inevitably yeah. would die. I think maybe that was the case. But I had to watch his fat ass walk from one side of the tank over – well, the aquarium tank sort of – from one side of that all the way to the other side and slowly. Just and I was like bawling my eyes out like I'm going to watch Krabby die right now I think. I'm going to watch Krabby die. And I didn't. He didn't make it that day. But he was just a fat ass. Like, like <laughs> we're fat shaming your poor old Krabby. Yeah, and Krabby and Tina Turner is in the background. Like, guys, would you like? <laughs> Tina Turner was so small, but um, Krabby was like there wasn't a lot of just god given shells that could fit this guy. So that's why I think <laughs> should have threw like a Dixie cup in there. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's kind of coming back to me. I think I know the answer to what happened here. He got out of the shell, and he's like, well, i got to find another shell. And he couldn't fit his ass into any of the shells, and I'm panicking. I'm like, he's going to die. And my mom's like, well, if you scare him, he's not going to He's move. already going to die. Yeah, he's going to die. And so I think he, he actually ended up back in his OG shell. OG shell, because I think he He was, just gave up trying. Yeah, like he was just like – because like crabs like pick themselves up and then put themselves – in the shell and he was just not going in and boy if you ever see a hermit crab outside of a shell looks like a tongue it looks weird (laughs) it looks like a tongue it looks it looks like a pokemon of some sort i mean there's crabby that there's like there's um there's definitely a pokemon that are crabs but like brother he looked like an alien head (laughs) (laughs) like just not a good look for him um but yeah so that was our carnival that was talking about carnivals carnival poster one more item we have one more item and this was a shane becker find it's a fun little hook yeah tell them what it is it's uh if any of you are knowledgeable about the game of baseball the league of mlb the major league baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Buckos, the Buckos, and as we all know, oh, I just accidentally took some of it off. Very cool. It's very old. It's from 1992. Not that and, old, but and I it's mean, foam. It's well, made out of foam. Foam from 1992 is older. This is a big ass yellow hook. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have any needs to hook? Hook it up. A, it has a little like grabber on the inside. You walk around. Be a pirate for a day. Yeah, so you put your hand in the hook, and the and the hook has the old pirate's logo on it. It says, give him the hook. And it says, give him the hook. I gave and the old man the hook when I pulled this out of his hands, the bins. Did you? He had his hand on the top of the hook, and I had my hand inside of it playing with it. Yeah. I, and you gave him the hook. I gave him the hook and walked away with it. I don't know if he Dang. meant. Uh, I kind of felt bad about it, but they're bins people. Bins people don't care. They no. just understand it. Well, they they do it to we've, us. I was gonna say we've seen some crazy things. We've happen seen way bins. crazier things we've seen than that. Shoes that have been cut up in front of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been told that if I step in front of someone again, that 
there's going to be consequences. Yeah, you were going to get it or something like that. I don't that. remember, but it now, I anxious. if you're talking about if you're talking about Deb, mm-hmm. she was like, I she said you're going to get it. She said, I don't want to hear shit the next time yeah, I step in front of you. And I said, ma'am, I gave, I was behind her. It was a brand new bin. I gave her a five-second countdown in my own head. I said, if she doesn't reach for this thing in five seconds, it's free game. I'm yeah. going to go for it. And I then stood next to her. She still didn't grab for it. Then I grabbed it. I grabbed it and turned around and walked away. And then she sprung the whole aggression on me. Mm-hmm. And I said, Deb, you didn't reach for it in five seconds. You had the five-second countdown. Yeah. That's tough. And this was even less of a scenario than that. So, I, And this was just an old man looking at some pirate stuff. And you gave him the hook. I gave him the hook. Baby. Was it – was the hook the same day you and I were at the Goodwill outlet and we found all that, like – we found those two pirate bags? Pirate bags. We found three or four magazines. Um, a we found. Game worn wristbandies. Game worn wristbands. Number five. That's in the uh, who, Brick Body Kid I store. His name. I oh, looked yeah. it up, but he was a shortstop. Some job squad guy. Probably. I mean, every Pirates guy since 1993 has been a job squad Except guy. Except for Jason Bay and Brian Giles. Oh, yeah, Jason Bay. Let's go, Canadian hero Jason Bay. So three rivers memories at the Pirates. Game. I remember eating fruit salad once there. Very cool. I don't know why. Very cool. But it was like, I think I was four or five. I remember it was Glove Promotional Day. Yeah. And I remember eating fruit salad. I don't have the most terrible memories of Three River Stadium. Now, in Pittsburgh, um, it's throughout, uh, before, we now we have two separate stadiums, and those probably happened, what, 10, 15 years ago now? 2001. 2001. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm getting too old for yeah. this. So... 19, almost 19 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, we had Three Rivers Stadium, which housed the Pittsburgh Baseball Pirates and the Pittsburgh Football Steelers. And they would switch up the, uh, they would switch up the fields. So when football was on, it was a football field. When baseball was on, it was a baseball field. That's how that works. But it was crazy because. You could yeah, like so fo- a football field is a rectangle, a baseball field is a diamond. So the football field looked like shit. Yeah, like I never went to a football game there. Yeah, and the crazy thing was, and it seems so like distant now because again, how we were talking about how things have changed as of recently, and you feel like they've been there forever. But with Three River Stadium, the AstroTurf. When yeah, it was AstroTurf, wasn't even real, and it was bad turf. Is it would have so many bumps mm-hmm. and so many like there would be gaps, different concrete, concrete randomly the here worst. and there, and it sucked because like l- you legitimately you from, get bruises and MRSA. You'd get bruises, MRSA, and then everybody watched you do it because they paid money. Yeah. So then they I, tore it down. Then they tore it down. They blew that shit up. And then they, they took those, like, cranes with the claws on the end of them. Mm-hmm. And I remember this because when I was – I had to have been six, seven when they tore it down. Uh, I would go over to my grandma's house to be babysat or whatever. And my favorite thing to do was I'd take a styrofoam bowl – Pretend it was three over stadium, and then take a staple remover and pretend like I was picking apart <laughs> three over stadium with the staple remover. 
I had to have gone through Whoa. 50 styrofoam bowls that year just doing that. Whoa. That was very fun. So Pittsburgh's always been in your blood, Pittsburgh sports. They say, yeah, it happens sometimes, yeah. man. You, you're born in Pittsburgh, and then you're like, you're a sports fan or you're not a sports fan. And normally mm-hmm. it's you're a sports fan. So I'm going to be 32 in December, a couple months. No. Yes. Yes, 32. And... um. The last game I saw in Three Rivers Stadium was uh, the Pittsburgh football Steelers playing football against the new, newly formed Tennessee Titans. And their quarterback, former Pittsburgh reject, Neil O'Donnell. Crazy. They were the, the Tennessee Oilers for like two years. Yes. It may even have been Tennessee Oilers time. Okay. Because it was like Houston Oilers, and then it went to the Tennessee Oilers, and then the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Oilers doesn't even make any sense. No. There's not even any oil in Tennessee. No. Well, I, I guess it think. took them a few years. There's guns at NASCAR races in Tennessee, but there don't think there's any oil. Because you've been there. Uh, Tennessee's a weird place. Mm-hmm. And so Neil O'Donnell got a lot of heat. Because Neil O'Donnell, tragically, in the Super Bowl in the 1995-1996 season, he threw an interception. And an interception is when... Your team throws the ball to the other team by accident. And he had thrown it to the other team twice. Twice. I think he threw it to some jobber guy. Then the jobber guy won MVP. Yeah. And then nothing happened to him after. And he stunk up the damn Super Bowl. They only lost by four. Well, I'm saying when he threw the interception, I mean, you, it you cost him it the game. It does suck. It cost him the game. He ended up playing in, uh, he ended up being a New York Jet. Stunk there. Then he went to, I believe, the Bengals, and then he went to the Tennessee Oilers backslash Titans. And I saw one of his last games, and when he stepped on the field, you would have thought, like, fucking, like, the devil walked into the Catholic Church. Mm. Like, it was that level heat. Like, you want to talk about... You want to talk about a reason why they don't have glass bottles at games anymore? Donald coming back to Pittsburgh. To wreak some havoc. It's tough. But we have a headliner, a small action figure of Neil O'Donnell in the store as a New York Jet. Yeah, he's next to Cordell. Cordell Stewart, one of my favorite football players that God has ever given us. Very good Cordell. Slash. Slash. So that was this week's Thrift Hall. We have a 1999 Winston Cup Series Dale Earnhardt Jr. shirt. We have a 1978 Garfield Aries Zodiac shirt. We had a Looney Tunes Carnival poster from 1998, Pittsburgh Pirates 1992 foam hook. And Shane and I are going to take a quick commercial break. When we return, it is the return of vintage versus modern. So stay tuned. See you after the break. Four wide, back between the Wallace boys. Here they come, turn four, five. 
I'm Sarah. And I'm Amanda. And we host Ghoul on Ghoul, a supernatural, sex-positive horror comedy podcast that features first-person encounters with the paranormal. Do you get horny for Bigfoot? Do you think the Mothman statue in Point Pleasant, West Virginia has a tight butt? Oh, does he? It really does. <laughs> Google it. Google anyway, it. so if you are horny for ghosts, ghouls, vampires, UFOs, all things spooky and creepy, you should probably listen to Ghoul and Ghoul. You can listen on Libsyn, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. If you want to know what we're all about, you can find us on social media, Twitter, and Instagram at Ghoul at School Pod. We're also on Facebook. So if you want us to scare your pants off, take a listen to Ghoul and Ghoul. Goodbye. Back from commercial break, and there has been some big news revealed. There was Mountain Dew in the fridge. There was Mountain Dew. There was soda in the fridge. There was Mountain Dew in the fridge. In break time, I was like, I need a glass of water. Need a glass of water. Open up the fridge just for fun. Shane knows there's not ever in that fridge. There's like some spaghetti in there from DJ Lil still. DJ Lil spaghetti. Pretty good spaghetti. But I'm saying naturally, God given what's in that fridge, nothing. Mm-mm. Like you some could stolen Chipotle hot sauce. Stolen hot sauce from fast food uh, restaurants. A little bit of sweet uh, chili sauce from when we made fried rice that one night. Yeah, probably ten years ago. Maybe it was like two months, but yeah. Um, I still have some peanut butter. From expired Derek's, peanut butter. Yeah, it was expired when I got it. So Derek Zanetti of the Homeless Gospel Choir, when he was on the show, gave me a case of expired peanut butter. But they're all in individual packets. And he gave like me 50 that. Packets. That was this summer-ish. It was like July-August. July-August. Somewhere around yes. there. And so it was expired then. I still have some and still eat it. So there's a, there's a cardboard box of peanut butter, butter, stolen hot sauces from assorted restaurants... Not yep. mom and pop sandbox. I don't steal from mom and pop. Sometimes you open up the freezer, not like zero, like seriously nothing. There isn't anything there now because we ate the only pizza that was in it. Yeah, we had a pizza. So there was Mountain Dew in the fridge in a one liter bottle, and there was probably like a can, can and a half in that one liter bottle. It's still right here. I might have some more in a yeah, sec. Yeah, have have some more. It's not going to make a hiss noise when I open it, which is going to be fine for the mics. Oh, you could you could hiss. It, Mountain Dew could talk on my show anytime, <laughs> like any anytime. So we're going to be jumping into an old fan favorite segment that we're bringing back this week. Maybe extended to next week. Not sure. We have a new segment planned, but again, I wanted to have Josh ready for that. So we're going to hop into Vintage versus Modern. Vintage versus Modern. Now for new listeners to the show... Vintage versus modern. We look at eBay.com, the website. We look at sold listings. Because you can do that. It's real helpful. It's real helpful. That's what you should look at. When you price things on eBay. Or if you buy things on eBay. Look how much they sell for, not how much they're posted for. That's for sure. And I have learned that, which I'll then get into in a sec. Yeah. Because I do see that quite often. Yes. And so vintage versus modern, for folks who haven't heard the segment or the show in general before is we find a vintage item 
on ebay.com, the website, and then we compare its value to its modern counterpart. And we write down both of those prices, both descriptions, and we ask each other which one do they think has more value and by how much money. So I'm going to be starting off the segment this evening. So what say you vintage versus modern die-cast car? Oh, you went on topic. I didn't for the second. Okay. This was I just went nowhere near any of the things that we found. Absolutely fine. This is just something I had in my mind. That's it's, fine. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it doesn't have to be on topic. So, die-cast car. So, we're looking at a vintage one. A number 10 tied car in box. Ernie Irvin? Ernie Irvin. I know a little bit about NASCAR. 1995. Just in box? In box. Size? Uh, one twenty-fourth scale. So that's the littler ones or the bigger ones? Neither. Sort of like in Not that... matchbox car size, but a little bit bigger? Yes. Oh, no, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Pricing so, in my head. Yeah. So it's not the... It's, yep. it's a one twenty-fourth. Mm-hmm. A number 10 t- tied car from 1995 in box. So that's the vintage. Okay. Versus the modern. Mm-hmm. And it's a 2019 top fuel dragster. From Advanced Auto Parts. Okay. And it's the same scale. 124th scale. Mm -hmm. So we have a uh, a tied car from 1995 versus a 2019 top fuel dragster. Is there anything special about either of them? Um, The 1995 car says NASCAR Champions. Okay. Uh, The new one um, was... just a dragster. Is a top fuel dragster. I'd say if you compare them back, like put them side by side, I'd say the dragster is flashier. Okay. I think it's fair to say. Okay. The dragster is or is it's new? Uh, dragster's 2019 in box. Okay. So what what are your thoughts here on this? My thoughts are that what are your thoughts? way back when, mm-hmm. maybe four or five years ago, one of my favorite pastimes was just looking at die-cast cars because I had refound my old collection. You have a collection of I used to have a, I have, like, a weird side of my family that enjoys a good bit of NASCAR. Okay. Um, Fair. I also just I guess that's why you're with the game. schemes. Mm-hmm. Color schemes? Color palettes? I'm just a big car. Not, I'm not a car guy by any means, but paint is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's nothing special about the old car, I'd probably say it prices between twenty five and thirty two dollars. Okay. Um I know those newer ones they're either like nineteen bucks or they're like forty five. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna say the more expensive one is the modern one. Okay. I'm gonna say the modern one is thirty eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the vintage one is priced at Twenty four ninety nine. Okay, so give or take fourteen bucks. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess you we weren't supposed to be right on, but yeah, like I'd say fifteen bucks different. Fifteen bucks different. Okay, so vintage versus modern. You're saying the 2019 top fuel dragster is fifteen dollars more than the number ten tied car from 1995. Vintage versus modern. You say modern. The correct answer. Modern. Very cool. Shane Becker. One out of one. The prices are one of the maybe the biggest differential in prices on the, on Isn't this the segment. Like ninety bucks. The dragster is eighty nine ninety nine. Wow, that was my like fourth guess. It was a rare 
dragster. You left out rare. Well, yeah. I guess I'm not going to put rare into my titles now because some of them have rare in it. Yeah. So, well, if I said rare in the other one, mm, mm. Oh, that's fair. So the dragster is eighty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. The modern dragster. The tide car sold six ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Six. You go to NASCAR races, and the whole street is like a big ass flea market. There's probably twenty five tents just full of those just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the market's so flushed, it's it's just like here's a bunch of old white men selling cars and Trump flags. That's yeah. exactly what it was, and that's mm-hmm. Tennessee, and so part of Virginia. Kind and of. you got to think Tennessee, 1995. Oh, inflation. Oh, but uh, you were right. I mean, you didn't have the prices right. I'll take but, that though. But you you got it. Modern well, wins. One. Modern wins. Yep. All right. Hit me, Shane. So this has nothing to do with anything we've talked about. We're talking about Cheetos. Very cool. So one of my favorite things to do, and if you've ever looked at our mutual eBay page, is occasionally I'll look up listings of Cheetos that look like things. You look up that and also Brugger's Bagels merchandise. I love Brugger's so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brugger's so much. You dude. have Brugger Bagels. Brugger I have like bagels. three things in the watch right now. You have one thing in the cart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for the day where it dips down a little bit. It's Sick. a Brugger shirt from 1993. Sick. Um, but this is Cheetos, and my favorite thing to do on eBay sometimes is look at Cheetos and see what kind of shapes there are and why they're priced at $400. Mm-hmm. These ones are not. Just going to put that out there. That's a little hint. All right, so I have Vintage. It's a Chester Cheetah Rare advertising promo watch. It's an orange watch. Mm-hmm. It has Chester Cheetah on the sunglasses front of it. on the guy in this mm-hmm. one. Okay, uh, it's old. I don't. It doesn't have a date, but it, it's old. It's like a, a promo piece for Cheetos. Yeah. In modern, I have this is these have both been the exact listing names. I put that down for both my things. Oh, cool. This is so the Chester Cheetah was rare. This is a super rare, crunchy Cheeto baked super long, shaped like a Harry Potter wand. <laughs> and I have a picture of it real quick. I'll put it in the cover photo for um, this episode. I have a picture of it real quick. It also has the price, so I'm not going to show you. Yeah. It's the size of a hand. Whoa. It's it's me- it's uh, next to a ruler in one of the pictures. It's about five inches long. Whoa. It That's looks a like- big-ass Cheeto. It looks like a root of a plant, only yeah. bright orange. Uh, some would say it looks like a Harry Potter wand. Yeah. Okay, so Harry Potter wand, Cheeto. This is the most expensive Cheeto that's sold in the The last... winner of this. Huh? The winner of this is. No, that Cheeto is the most expensive Cheeto that's sold. Mm-hmm. And this watch is the most expensive piece of Cheetos merchandise that is sold in the last month. Yikes. Yikes. So a vintage Cheetos brand watch. Promotional piece. Rare. Versus a Crunchy Cheeto. Cheeto a a literal. Long shaped like Harry Potter wand. Cheeto. A literal Cheeto shaped like a Harry Potter wand. <laughs> That's the size of someone's head. And someone bought this for, you have to think, a decent price. Because you said it's. Both of these have been bought. Harry Potter wand Cheeto. Some would say it just looks like a regular old Cheeto, but big. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, 
Okay, so I'm kind of flustered by this because I'm thinking of, say, it doesn't have to be this one. But say I buy a Cheeto on eBay, okay? Mm-hmm. How do you ship a Cheeto? I I have I don't know because there's been so many that have sold. So people have done it. The second most of, the second most expensive Cheeto that has sold, I'll give you the listing right now. Yeah. Uh because I was going to include it but I didn't want to be political, but I kind of want to be political now cuz it's funny. <laughs> no uh, hot takes. <laughs> but uh this one, the second most expensive Cheeto that has sold in the last month is uh hold on. Hold on. So there are so many that you have to actually cycle through them. It's weird as hell, these people. Mm -hmm. That's just a picture of a bottom. That's a picture of someone's booty that just popped up on my screen. That was odd. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rare presidential Donald Trump penis and balls. (laughs) (laughs) Penis and balls. Penis and balls. Whoa. Whoa. But okay. Back, back to the question. This is vintage Chester Cheetah rare advertising promotional watch piece mm-hmm. and rare crunchy Cheeto baked super long shape like Harry Potter one real ass Cheeto. If there is a god up above or down below or even a Santa, I have to think that regardless of how much this this modern Harry Potter Cheeto wand thing sold for, I would have to think that the watch will win out. I am going to go watch twenty eight ninety nine Cheeto seventeen ninety nine. So about eleven eleven dollars. Eleven dollar difference, okay. but I will ultimately say vintage. Okay. So the winner in or the I guess the one vintage or modern yeah the answer is modern shit super rare crunchy cheeto baked super long shaped like harry potter one cheeto sold for 51 dollars wow not even four dollars and five said shipping four dollars and five (laughs) so it came in like probably like a a, like a like a tiny little poster tube a tiny little envelope maybe even Mm -hmm. wrapped up and how do you keep a cheeto i don't think it's just cheeto but I'm saying, doesn't it rot? It's and probably like a McDonald's French fry. It just is. It's what it is for the rest of its life. But McDonald's French fries, like they like shrink up like a prune. Sometimes I'm sure that these are so dried out that maybe it doesn't matter. True. I eat so the watch much. Watch for thirty dollars. It was a twenty-one dollar difference. Shit. So I got my ass kicked on that one. Do you want to hear my favorite Cheeto listing of all time? Yeah, I do. All right. Yes, I, I have do, this one for saved sure. in my phone. I do, yeah. Um, so this is a hot Cheeto for all you hot Cheeto fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe that Cheeto is that big. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. This is a listing for two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever going to sell. Maybe best best offer. Best offer. Send them like a thirty-five dollar offer. Mm-hmm. This is a hot Cheeto Y shape letter, <laughs> and this is the description for hot Cheeto Y shape letter. Genuine perfect Y hot Cheeto. Fresh out the bag. Can be used for anything, <laughs> even art related, because letter Y not. The most crisp Y you'll ever find. A staple for any Cheeto collector. Okay, so there are there is a Cheeto community. This is my out there. favorite cult that exists is the people that just buy Cheetos and sell Cheetos on eBay. Yo, I want in. 
It's crazy. I want in. Maybe you could buy Donald Trump penis and balls. Penis and balls. <laughs> Donald Trump. Like, what? why does it make it Donald Trump? It's tiny. Uh, uh. I'm, that's not me. It's said in the description. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit here and shame anyone. It's just what it says. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. It'll shame someone. Well, yeah. That's yeah, probably you could shame him, but yeah, all all genitals all are fine. Are fine. All genitals and cheetahs are fine, no matter what they look like. Okay, so I got my butt kicked. I'm one and one. You're own one. Yeah, this is very normal. This is very on brand for a Shane and Toddy show. Yeah, it, it really is. So okay, all right. So um, so Shane, you wear a lot of hats. I am a hat man. You are. I, well, I don't even mean. I mean the when when a uh, a white guy in a suit shakes your hand in a job interview and you say so you wear a lot of hats. So Shane sells for Brick Body Kids. Also, uh, is a, a little bit of a cook. A little bit of a cook. Gee whiz. Are we looking at chefs' hats? We're not looking at chefs' hats. Okay. But um, true or false, you did cut off part of your finger. This is now the second show where we've talked about me cutting off part of my finger. True, yeah, it's the second one. True. Okay. And it hurt. So what say you, vintage versus modern, butcher knife? Okay. Vintage versus modern, butcher knife. Okay. Vintage. It is a ICW carbon steel butcher's knife. Eight inch blade. Okay. ICW carbon steel butcher's knife uh, with an eight inch blade. International Chef's Works? I believe so. Not for sure. Okay. So the modern is a full tang meat cleaver with nylon sheath. Eight inch blade. Modern. What's that? Modern. That quick? Are you sure about that? It's full tang. It's full tang. They don't mention that if it's not cheap I it's mean, it's full probably tang. Is like it's probably like an 80 dollar knife okay maybe more but mm-hmm. i mean full tang if did the other one mention if it's full tang or anything? no yeah, it's gonna be modern okay so the icw carbon steel butcher knife vintage versus the full tang meat cleaver with nylon sheet fucking asshole if i get this one wrong so you had said modern now do you have like a price range anything like that just for fun how old and like do they mention anything about the vintage knife at all not a year. Is it sharp? Does it look like shit? It doesn't look like shit for the 80s. It okay. looks like an 80s I'd knife. say it's probably going to be about maybe a $75 difference. $75 maybe, buck difference. $125. Oh, okay. It's in that range, but I'm going to say comfortably 85 Okay. So, but ultimately you're going modern. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, vintage versus modern butcher knife. Shane says modern, and Shane is correct. Very cool. Not looking like an asshole today, folks. Modern is right, so you got two out of two. Now the pricing way off. Was what? the nylon one like probably two hundred and thirty dollars? No, even see, more. See, or this less? is this, less. See, this okay. is why I thought I would trick you because I th- I thought, yeah, full tang meat cleaver with nylon sheath. So I thought you would. Be oh, like, nylon sheath. Yeah, I thought. I, for some reason, thought sheath was handle for a second. I yeah. was like, what was that even So, mean? the full tang meat cleaver, twenty four ninety nine. Okay. So, it was uh, originally priced for 56 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, went, and then it had, like, the 20% off thing. Mm-hmm. And then the offer was twenty four ninety nine. Sold. They took it. 
fair. The vintage was twenty two ninety five. Oh, very close. So I looked was, like an asshole, kinda. No, I it was a. Good. I mean, they're all obscure. You got the answer right. It's very just. I mean, two dollars and five cents. It's a very arbitrary. Yeah, two dollars and five cents. But you, two out of two. So there's no way that I can beat you, unless you get the price range. Sim- if sure. you get the next one within eighty dollars, you'll call me a winner. I will give you the tie. Okay. Well, I'm not the one. Give you if you get both of them right, you're gonna have two. Three, I'm going to be at least tied. I'm going to get three right out of two somehow. exactly. Okay, okay. So you got two out of two, and both of them were modern this week from Toddy. They were. Yeah. So you're up. So I was on the subject of chips. Just looked at some Cheetos. Mm -hmm. It was real fun. That was just a good little deep dive. Looking at potatoes. Potatoes. Like the, the vegetable. Potatoes. This isn't like a raw potato. Pot- it's going to yeah. be potato related. Cool. Cool. So everyone's loud motorcycle. Just loud motorcycle. I thought you growled at me. Mm. I didn't okay. growl. as a motorcycle bike. Motorcycle bike for bike fans. <laughs> uh, all right. So potatoes. Vintage. We have a lot of 100 vintage burlap potato sacks. Okay. So vintage. How 70s many? 70s and 80s. How many? A lot of 100. Lot of one hundred from the seventies and eighties of potato sacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are heavy to ship. Okay, okay. And then modern, we have Toy Story, Mister Potato Head, in Spanish. Three exclamation marks. Ah, oh, so a Spanish. What do you mean? Is 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 it a Spanish potato head, or if it is it it's a Spanish a Spanish Mister Potato Head Toy Story brand? <laughs> so does he speak Spanish? I guess it's in Spanish! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Is the listing in Spanish? No. Okay. It's, uh, that Toy Story, Mr. Potato Head, in Spanish. So a a Spanish potato cartoon character. And the title is in is in English with three exclamation marks. But they added the upside down exclamation marks like they do in Spanish too. Ooh. So you know some white motherfucker posted this shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a Spanish cartoon character as a potato versus a hundred potato sacks that are vintage okay well here's my thought process here okay i think bar none you go to a flea mart there's a spanish mr potato head there and um there's also a hundred potato sacks Mm -hmm. i think at a flea market it's gonna be the modern it's gonna be the mr potato head um in we're this, talking eBay. Right. In this instance, I believe it's going to be the vintage potato sacks rain because those are so much to ship because those are weighted. There's a lot of weight there. The potato to ship is just a potato head. It's not going to be a ton to ship. As two people who ship things, I will say... My answer is vintage potato sacks over the modern Spanish potato head. And we're looking at we're gonna look at thirty-four ninety-nine for the sacks, and we're gonna be looking at nineteen ninety-nine for the modern Mr. Potato Head in Spanish. Alright. What so, say me? So Shane? in the battle of the potates. Yeah. We had vintage lot of 100 vintage burlap potato sacks against modern Toy Story 
Mr. Potato Head in Spanish. Yeah. The Battle of Vintage versus Modern. It's modern this time again. Oh, my. So four moderns. Yep. One segment. And I'm a straight up goose egg head. Oh, for two. Are you ready for the prices? I'm ready for the prices. Kill me right now. A lot now. of 100 vintage burlap potato sacks in auction. $132.11. Okay. Okay. Toy Story Mr. Potato Head in Spanish. Uh-huh. $850. Yo! <laughs> $850? Yeah, they go from about $390 to that $850. Okay, so they're super rare. They speak Spanish then. I the, the, I don't know why they go for so much. So I only rich people. So these are rich people, Mr. Potato they're Heads. Like, it's, it was in the box. Yeah. I mean. Prestine Potato Head. It's Spanish. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they only made so many. Yeah. Or if they just didn't run them that much. Mm-hmm. $850 for a plastic thing i mean you could say about anything that sells for 850 dollars yeah but mr potato head in spanish yeah you'd have to be like you'd have to have some spending money to be doing one this. went for 390 one went for 450 they all just so said, people are buying these they it's all not just that they don't rare. get bought i i looked it up yeah i said why is this so rare and it just gave me like the wikipedia for mr potato head <laughs> like three times well yeah so that's pretty cool though wonder if there's spanish Buzz, Woody, Slinky, Dog, <sighs> I don't know. Ham. If you reply, if you go to one of the Instagram, go to the Brick Body Kids Instagram, explain to me why the Spanish Mr. Potato Head sells for so much, I'll give you a $10 item. For from, free. For free. For free. Just explain it and to And you me. have to have fact-based information. I'm getting a phone call from Japan. Take it. Take it. See what it is. Hello? This call is from Department of Social Security Administration. The reason of this call is to inform you that there is a legal enforcement action filed on your name and social security number and it's been involved in a crime. This is in reference to suspend your existing social security number on an immediate basis. So call us back at the earliest possible on our number before we begin with legal proceedings. Thank you, Japan. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) That is not good. What did you do? It's Japan. Oh, no. Weird, dude. What could that have possibly been about? I don't know, but that extremely masculine computer was really angry with me, apparently. Yikes. Maybe you should ask them about the potato situation. They would have rescued you right here. Live phone calls on the show this week. Very cool. (laughs) From Japan. From Japan. So I want to thank Shane Becker, as always, for being a part of Thrifty Podcast. Check out Shane on Instagram at rad.max. Do you want to know why I originally changed my name to Berg Vintage? So you were rad period max, and then you changed it to Berg Vintage, and mm-hmm. now you're back to rad period the max. The very first show that I ever appeared on, Yes, I say my Instagram name in the show, which was rad period max. I said it multiple times, and in the promo picture, you listed me as Berg Vintage. Are you serious? I'm being absolutely dead So I was honest. the one that turned that there. You turned me from heel to face. Oh, no. <laughs> so then you went back to Radmax. I went Rad Radmax because it's, I mean, for those who don't know, Pittsburgh has a uh, local chain called Mad Max. 
eh, why not? Just have a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rat in there. Yeah, just a little joke it. here. Whatever. There, you know? <laughs> Brighten up your day a little bit. That's about it. We like to have fun. Mm-hmm. But you could hit us both up at Brick Body Kids. The Brick Body Kids takeover is currently happening. So stop by. If you're local, stop by shop. If you're not local, well, just hit us up on the internet. That's what everyone does. want to give a shout-out to Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com, the softest shirts in America. I say that. They don't. For a limited time and beyond limited time, I've been informed, 50 shirts, order them, you get 12 shirts for free. Order 50 shirts, you get 12 for free, cwpress.com, with the promo code THRIFTY or THRIFTY PODCAST. Get yourself some shirts. Promo code THRIFTY at cwpress.com. 50 shirts, get 12 for free. Also, stevebearis.bandcamp.com. Also, stevebearis.com is uh, represented as Bluffs. Check out all of Bluffs music as bluffs.bandcamp.com. Alternate reality, the theme to our show for many reasons. They are an incredible artist. Check Steve out. Uh, So next week, we have a lot on the horizon. We're planning a lot of interesting shows coming up. We're going to try to do a a Friendsgiving type show with a bunch of people on mic that you've been listening to over the past year or two years. We're going to try to bring some uh, old heads back in from Thrifty's uh, yesteryear, some newbies into the mix. You're going to be hearing about that. Um, and we ourselves as Brick Body Kids, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, we're going to be doing some pop-ups coming up, I believe. A little Pittsburgh fliff. Yeah. With Pittsburgh Flea, December 1st. December 1st, the Pittsburgh Flea. So you'll see both of us there. And then there is a slight possibility that Shane will be representing the Brick Body Kids at the Ace Hotel. Uh, Pittsburgh Pickers. At Pittsburgh Pickers. If we get lucky. We'll see what happens. If we get the nod. So Shane will be at both of those. I'll be at one of those. Uh, But Shane, do you have any last words before we send this episode out this week, brother? Donald Trump's penis and balls. (laughs) Get roached.